now transmitting the Mint Condition Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 284 of the Men Condition Podcast right here on Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. That's where we are right now. That's where you are. I'm Scott the Bot Savage along with... Swade Wade. And... Joe. And today is a big show for us because it is an anniversary, not for us, but for the subject matter of our review. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, but Scott, what review is that? Well, could it be... Quick before we get sued. Yes, yep. Mortal Kombat. The what I believe to be the first pretty decent video game movie ever made. Uh, it's the 25th anniversary. And uh, we thought, what the heck? 25 years. We like this movie. You know, I think I mean I mean, I don't th- I think it's safe to say all three of us have seen this movie multiple times before the idea of this review even happened. So it's not like you're dealing with people who are watching it strictly for the fact that for the sake of the anniversary, but you're, people... you're not, you're not dealing with amateurs. Okay. No, no, you're dealing, you're dealing with people who, who, you know, rented this shit from blockbuster. Dealing Hell, with people fuck who fuck that. I didn't even rent it from blockbuster. I rented it from movie time in Arbutus, Maryland. Motherfucking movie time. time. Movie time represent. Yeah. It's a fucking tanning salon now, which we, pisses we, me we, off. We All slam the things it could have been, and they turned into a tanning salon. We slam them buttons and move them joysticks in the arcade back in the day. Oh yes. Yeah. I, I never got to play it. Every time I would go somewhere that had an arcade cabinet for it, because you know, because back in the day you didn't just have to go to an arcade, like laundromats had arcade games and shit. Um, it was always taken over by like by someone else. Like I don't think I've ever Hollywood. Seen Hollywood had it. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember uh, I had the honor of getting beat by some expert there. See, like I said, I <laughs> back in the day. Was he like a thirty-year-old and you were like five? Um, uh, in your face, it, kid. It, it it felt like it. Um, I was I was probably. 10-ish, and, and this person was much older. He, he could do fatalities. I guarantee um, you this guy got laid. He beat, beat a child at Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Well, I You're mean, like, when, oh, you, when you come across yeah. somebody who could do fatalities on the arcade cabinet, it was just like, it was an honor to lose to you, sir. But yeah, no, I never, got, I never got to play it in any capacity, because every time I would go somewhere that had it, it was always, like, totally dominated by, by other people. Like, I don't, I don't think I've ever even watched a person play the arcade game and do, like, the challenge ladder. It was oh, really yeah. always people fighting other people. Yeah, it was always so, two, it was one-on-one or, or 
you know. But it was always fun to watch too, because like yeah. you see people get into it, you know, you'd see you see what's going on on the screen and just how I don't know, it was it really was a phenomenon. Like it would draw crowds. Fighting games were so good back then. And well, and I mean, there's I mean, they're still good today. I, the weird thing is, is I feel like if we had the game, the if fighting games were as good now well, as, or then as they are now. But we still had the same like environment where like online yeah, play wasn't a thing, and like the arcade was really where you went to play this kind of stuff. That if we had that environment now, I think I think honestly arcades would have never died. I think I think part of what killed it was you know the expansion of home console and stuff. Because by the time four came out, I mean Jesus Christ, it looked exactly the same as it did on on the arcade cabinet. So what was even the point? They, y'all ever see a four Mortal Kombat four cabinet? I haven't. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a Mortal Kombat 3. They had a trilogy cabinet, too. Oh, tri- well, yeah, tri- trilogy. Oh, my God. I've never, now that you mention it, I've never seen those either. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, well, I will say. Yeah, Hollywood had the trilogy. Oh, nice. But, yeah, this- but the, the, I, I did see one and two, but by the time the trilogy came out, those were the ones that kind of replaced everything. And by the time 3 and all them were out, Trilogy was kind of like the one you wanted. Because it was like, okay, do I play 1, 2, 3, Ultimate 3, or do I just play them all? Yeah. Yeah, uh, this movie came out August 18th, 1995. The, uh, the original Mortal Kombat game came out in 1992. So this is a pretty timely video game movie. It's not like yeah. when they did Doom. Well, I think well, Mortal Kombat 2 had ju- had come out not too long before this. Maybe even yeah. 3. I don't know when 2 and 3 came out. Um, well, and part of it is you have to remember the first Mortal Kombat like, set the world on fire. You know, or I should say it drenched the world in blood. And everybody was at arms about it. Yeah. So it was very much a topic on everybody's mind. Okay, three had just come out. Uh, three came out in April of '95, um, and then Ultimate Three. When did that come out? I'm looking up the dates. Actually, Ultimate Three came out after the movie in November. Yeah, that same year. So '95 was a big year. A new game came out. The movie came out. An update of the game came out. Yeah. And New Line Cinema's like, man, this Mortal Kombat game is hit with the kids. We should make it movie. Let's get like some unknown director named Paul W. S. Anderson. Uh, and you know, all he did was like one movie. Like sh- I think it's called Shopping or whatever. But let's get this guy, future guy who did Event Horizon, future guy who did majority of the Resident Evil movies, future husband of Mila Jovovich. Uh, yeah, that Paul Anderson, he Paul uh, Wild Stallion Anderson. Uh, he. But, y'all didn't know what the WS stand for. I did not know that. Yeah, it's kind of like how the PS and Michael P.S. Hayes stands for purely sexy. Uh, I thought it meant, well, I thought it meant wild sex. Um, that's what his wife says. Oh, oh, oh! And this movie was made. Does anyone have an idea what the budget for this movie was? 
Ten million dollars. No. Four. More. Fuck. Because I'm trying to keep myself in the realm of mid nineties. Was it twenty? Twenty million. It was eighteen million. Okay, so we were so both Joe and I were not that far off. Well, Scott had been closer because Joe. If we're doing prices we're right rules, right rules, I won. But if yeah. we're not, Joe won. Yeah. We're, I like to think we're tied. We're, we're yeah, we're both close. But it made in the box office 122 million. Yeah, so, so it made their I money they, back. I think they call that a success. Um, yeah, wasn't there? A, <laughs> was it Street Fighter or was it Mortal Kombat that had the movie game? That was Street. That would be Street, Street Fighter. Fighter. Okay. And fun fact about the Street Fighter game that I just learned about recently, and I know I mentioned it in a previous episode, but you know, for newbies, for new pe- new viewers or listeners, um, I found out that there's an arcade version of that Street Fighter game, which I'm like, why? But also, for some reason, for the arcade version, they created a version of Akuma for it. He, he oh, yeah, that's the- right. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't in the movie. But no. they're just like, fuck it, we're going to put a Kuma in there. Yeah. You can't not have a Kuma. <clears throat> yeah, so, I could be real. I've watched this movie many times since like I was like 10 to now. So 20 years on and off of watching Mortal Kombat. Um, I, I saw, I'll point it out while we're talking about the movie, there's two things I've never noticed. And I'm like, whoa. And it's so obvious stuff. That when you're actually looking for things, like notes, you're actually looking for things, you're like, oh, I didn't notice that. Those was one of them that uh, Sonya Blade was played by Veronica Vaughn? No, I knew that. <laughs> was now, one that they got a guy who looks a lot like Steven Spielberg because they wanted to get Steven Spielberg, but he had a yes. conflict with scheduling? Yes, that one. The the Johnny Cage director that yeah. looked just like Steven Spielberg. And I'm like, I never noticed that. I also never noticed, I guess I blacked out. That the uh, that Johnny Cage, uh, Liu Kang, and Sonya Blade befriend Art Lean. Yeah, I didn't know he had a name. Yeah, it's Art. I did not know his name. And Buckethead did the song "Goro versus Art" on the soundtrack. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yep. Well, yeah. Let's uh, let's delve into this movie. That's right. Has yeah. the be- Has probably one of the best openings. Of any movie I've ever watched. It just has screaming Mortal Kombat and the music playing with fire <laughs> and the emblem. It's it's basically the anti-Mario Brothers movie. They're just like, well, I mean the Mario Brothers movie did play the Mario theme, but beyond that, like I, like they're just they're just face fucking you with the game. Yeah. It, well what what I love is like this and like Space Jam have these like electronic themes that are just too awesome to to be humanly possible, but they yeah. but they happen. Some yeah, human, we got some human made this these these this music, and you're like, no way, it has to be a robot yeah, or this has a to god. Be somebody from the future, like two wild stallions. Yeah, like it's ridiculous and two wild stallion. So that opening gets you pumped just so we could see Shang Sun murder some kid. Fuck yeah. So the opening is the nightmare for Liu Kang. Yes. And I gotta say, when you're a kid, and this is like your first, like, not like, it it wasn't really a grown-up movie, but this was like one of my first grown-up movies that I watched. And your first shot is watching 
the scariest man you've ever seen in your whole <laughs> fucking life at that point, just murdering a kid. And then just stepping on his back and then stealing his soul. His soul. And then he's like, he's like pointing and it's like, it's like, you are Liu Kang. Like you're looking at through his thing. So it's like Shang Tsung's talking to me. I'm like, fuck. Your soul is mine. And you're like, oh no, please no. Yeah. But thank God. Thank God Chan says, Liu. Because I was like, he's talking to me. Oh yeah. Because I, th- I was going to say, I think when I was a kid, it was like, this, I saw this and RoboCop around the same time. Yeah. Wow, that'll mess you up. Yeah, no, I saw RoboCop when I was five because my parents thought it was a cartoon. <laughs> they, they were wrong. And oh, my, like, parents, my, my dad was just like, eh, it's not that bad. Yeah, and then I said my first F word because of RoboCop. Because I was like, you fucking cocksucker, motherfucker. And then my, my parents were like, what the fuck? Funny, funny enough, my first F word came at a uh, at a local restaurant in the bathroom because someone wrote colorful language on the wall, and I was learning how to read. So I'm in the bathroom sounding it out, and my dad's like, "You don't ever say that! Don't ever say that!" You were in the bathroom and you read fudge, but you didn't say fudge. Uh, yeah, then Liu Kang, played by Robin Show, future Beverly Hills Ninja. Yes. Yeah. Which, by the way, I saw a recent interview with him. He looks exactly the same. The only difference is his hair. I saw him. He was in like some show, like one of these random like cop shows, and I was like, "Holy shit!" It Liu Kang has not aged. Does he not have? He probably doesn't have that feathered hair anymore. It's still. I think it was still like long-ish, but it wasn't as like poofy and as. I mean, he had it for a while. He rocked. He rocked. So, can we talk about how this, um, like, I don't mean to jump too far ahead, because I know we only introduced Shang Tsung, Liu Kang, and Liu Kang's dead-ass brother. Um, But, can we talk about how this is essentially the Enter the Dragon formula? Like, you have this one big bad guy, and, like, your crew of heroes, like, one person has a super personal reason to be going after him and then there's even a guy the tournament <laughs> there's a there's you know and you had your o'hara character because we did the enter the dragon criterion connection episode on youtube youtube.com slash making productions uh o'hara is kano yeah and just kind of gets bites the dust early and then you have goro who's kind of the intimidating guy that breaks people's backs and shit yeah like it is pretty much Enter the Dragon. It's so perfect. It's a formula that works. Yeah. And you throw in that extra little sci-fi detail that they build off of for the games and uh, the movies. It, this idea of multiple realms. And that this is a tournament between Out-Realm and, uh, and, and Earth-Realm. And whoever wins ten in a row... Like, if out, it was the Outworld wins ten in a row, they can control Earth. Yeah, they have access to Earth. Yeah. Which, and, which, spoiler, Shao Kahn does not really uh, abide by that at the end. Well, yeah, he gets mad. Spoilers? Like, I'm just going to do it. Uh, <laughs> and then after Liu Kang wakes up in a really green room, uh, we are introduced to Sonya Blade. Oh, yeah, we get the uh, the, the cyberpunk rave. Yeah. Played by Shao 
I'm pretty sure who the dude who directed Blade saw this and was like, I got a scene right here. Yeah. I can do something with this. Sonya Blade is played by Bridget Wilson. Future Happy Gilmore. No, sorry, sorry. Scratch it. Future Billy Madison. Right. Uh, which is a Chris, which is an Adam Sandler movie that has Chris Farley in it, and Beverly Hills Ninja has Chris Farley in it, and Robin Robin Shaw. Yeah. So it's like and wow, he, and he was in something with Kevin Bacon. I did it. <clears throat> yes. Uh, yeah, she's hunting down Kano. Uh, also, that's a, that's a personal beef too. Yeah. Because um, uh, Kano killed her former partner. Yeah. Joker yeah. style, I guess. Because he yeah. says he sliced him ear to ear. I love the guy who plays Kano, like with the Australian accent and everything. Yeah. Like, he's just so cool. I don't, I'm not familiar with his name, but I know he, uh, when doing research for this movie, he passed away in 2003 of a drug overdose, apparently. Very unfortunate. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he, he was great. But, you know, originally, they weren't going to give him the eye. And uh, and they did a screen test, and literally all the fans were like, um, the fuck's up with his eye? He's, he's, got, a, <laughs> he's got a normal eye. What's his, what's his problem? And they're like, okay, we'll slap on. It's a simple appliance you can slap on. It's not like they made the eye have, like, like move or anything like that. It was just like, no. boom. And it works. It's so they much didn't even. They didn't even like weather like the metal. It's still shiny, like it's brand new. It's and it, and it works. Yeah, it makes the characters stand out so much more. Yeah, but and then he's such a slime ball. Yeah, but then also we're introduced to Jax. It's not Jax from Annihilation. This yeah, guy, it's a totally oh, different guy. This guy is an awful actor. He's like okay, All Sonya, right, yeah. don't get on the boat, Sonya. We should point out that several actors get replaced for the sequel. Yes. Uh, including uh, Sonya Blake. Yes. And Johnny Cage. And Raiden. And Raiden. And Jax. <laughs> so Jax, this is pre-Metal and, and I'm guessing Shao Kahn. Oh. Um, I don't know. Because that was a, well, that was to a be weird fair, The Jax recast is the only one that I like. Yes. It's the only one that you're like, you know what? I'm glad they did I, that. Well, I like James Remar. It's just a different Raiden. You don't get, like, the mischievous old man Raiden that Christopher Lambert is. You mean the drunk like uncle. Christopher Lambert, dude. The like, one where James Remar is like, um, we do kind of got to get serious for a second, guys. Yeah, James Remar, <laughs> in, 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 in canon, he is the better Raiden. Because he actually, and I want to get into this, he actually gives information that's like Helpful. he's serious about. It. He's not like speaking in fucking riddles, and then like laughing to himself, like, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, no, I like that. I like Raiden. He's all like, yeah, I'm gonna confuse these motherfuckers, and then make fun of them when they're confused. <laughs> I was a Highlander. Uh, and then we're introduced after Sonya Blade. We're introduced to probably one of the, be- the probably the sh- one of the biggest shining moments of the movie is Lyndon Ashby. As Johnny Cage. Yes. Oh my God! You couldn't have found the, a better Johnny Cage. So good. Yeah. One of the, not only one of the best castings, but just such a great introduction, such a great character in this whole movie. Yes. 
Um, and just like setting up jokes that that have comebacks later. This like, is where you fall just, down. <laughs> this is so perfect. Yeah, you know, and and it's a great. It, it's actually a really interesting arc. That's what gets me interested in Johnny Cage, the character in the games, because it's like he's this movie stunt actor. And everybody believes that what he does is fake, but now he's getting a chance to really prove himself. Yeah. But what's funny is he's this is his chance to prove himself, but there's no one around to watch him do it. Yeah, that's the worst <laughs> thing. Both times. What's about Both times. Like, like he okay, he, like best case scenario. Best case scenario. He wins the fucking tournament, right? Earthrealm Savior, whatever. Like, do you get a trophy or something? And if so, he's like, Yeah, I won the Mortal Kombat. The fuck's a Mortal Kombat, dude? Because remember, we're living in, in the world of this movie. Yeah. In the world of this movie, the game doesn't exist, as far as we know. As far as we know, all the kids are just playing Street Fighter, and that's it. Yeah. So like, they're so like you said, like so I won the Mortal Kombat. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, uh, the director yeah. of his movie, uh, Stefan Spielberg, is like, so what's that? Because like, I don't think because I think like he brings like that dude with it. He has that dude with him. I don't think he films him at all. Because he has camera equipment, I think. If I remember correctly. Well, he had, like, 8,000 bags. I'm just saying, I know there's, like, no one, like, captures any footage of him or anything like that. So, like, Uh, how does winning this tournament help him? Actually, if he does bring it, remember, when they get to the beach, they find out all their equipment's all fucked up. Like, remember, Sonya's on the walkie-talkie, it doesn't work, the compasses don't work. So that's probably why, if he did bring equipment. Do we understand yeah. how the compasses didn't work? I can understand everything else, but the compasses... Because the it's, it's a weird com- island, dude. Because the compass follows the Earth's axis. And if you're now on Earth, that axis is all fucked up. Oh, that's right. And this is like some... It's off-world. No, I forget that they're, not, like a, I, I forget that they're not on Earth realm, because like a lot of the day stuff, just like it just looks like the world yeah. like it's uh, like regular it's hard to remember i forget that sometimes when I, I'm think it's more, I think it's more that johnny cage it's not about the cameras it's more to prove to himself that he's not fake yeah because like he holds up that like national inquirer yeah and it's like i know you're better than that <laughs> yeah and he meets uh mr boyd who is played by peter jason who was in deadwood as Con Stapleton. He's the one that looks like a total cartoon character. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, can you say his name one more time, please? Con Stapleton. Thank you. Oh, by the way, real quick, look it up. I found out Kano, his name is Trevor Goddard. So well, if you want to look into that guy, look up Con Stapleton Deadwood. You'll know what I mean when I say he looks like a cartoon character. He looks like Imagination Land guy. Uh, but yeah, he's like, here's a real tournament to prove your worth. And it's not actually Mr. Boyd, it's definitely Mr. Sung, Mr. Shang's son. Yeah, because so, they're, they're, they're trying to allure Earth's, um, was it Earth's top five fighters or something like that? Yeah. Um, so you have Liu Kang, Sonya, who oh, Kano's sure. luring, um... <laughs> He looks like Willy Wonka's drunk uncle. Yes. Uh, you have Liu Kang, Johnny Cage, Sonya, um, Art Lee, and Art. Oh, and 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 Dreadlock guy. 
well, he wasn't really Earthrealm, was he? Does Kano count? No, he was fighting on on the Outworld side. Okay, but he's still from Earth. True. But he was so an agent for Outworld. Kano could theoretically, if he wanted to, Kano could have been our savior. So if Kano well, hold on, hold on, if Kano wins and he's from Earthrealm, does that mean Earthrealm wins, or is it like you're wearing shirts or skins? You know. I'm pretty sure where you're from is who you rep. It's like the Olympics. Yeah. Well, remember, you can manipulate that, too. Joe, like you have grandma, no time for logic. It's like, well, my grandma is, is from Belarus, so I'm going to be on the Belarusian team <laughs> and invoke my dual citizenship. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> so then, then we're introduced to Liu Kang meets Raiden. By the way, Raiden is spelled differently. It's spelled with a Y. In the in the, actually, in the video, in the early versions of the video game, it was spelled with a Y. Oh, it was okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Like, it was always meant to be pronounced Raiden, but they spelt it uh, AI. I guess mythical and, gods are uh, copyrighted. And well, the, well, no, no, no. It's supposed to be spelled. It's supposed to be spelled pronounced Raiden, but when they wrote it AI, it turns out the pronunciation of that is supposed to be Raiden. So they changed it to a Y. It, it they've changed it back and forth throughout the years, so, like, I don't know. I don't really care. Like, yeah, this movie is... One way or the other. This movie, if you think, the beginning is so tight and structured. Mm-hmm. Like, in the first, like, ten minutes, you're introduced to your clear villain, your clear protagonist, the plot is the tournament, go. Like, well, in the first ten minutes, it sets everything up for you. Well, remember, Liu Kang is an estranged member of that temple of light yeah uh where his grandfather and his brother were his brother mistakenly challenges shang sung gets his ass killed and has his soul taken um and then Liu kang shows back up and meets raiden who's one of the the gods i don't think he's considered an elder god at this point not yet um he becomes one of annihilation. Right. He becomes, he becomes one of annihilation, I believe. But those people find him to be a god, and Luke Kang's like, where the fuck were you? Why weren't you there to save my brother if you're so, you know, want to be around all the time? And Raiden's like, I've got a mission for you. Yeah, he's doing and, his and best. And Luke Kang's like, no, I'm done. Yeah. Hmm. And he's still, like... Liu Kang still goes on the boat, so it's not like, I don't know why, you know. It's yeah, like, it, like, we had to squeeze in a crisis of faith, too. Yeah. Uh, he's already getting on the boat. I guess it's more like Raiden wants him to get on the boat for the right reasons and not for vengeance. He said, um, Shang Tsung's going to be there. And yeah. Liu Kang's probably like, all right, I'm there. He's going to be like, son fighting. of a bitch. He'll be like, there'll be fighting and cake. It'll be great. And it's, it's like, like, I'm here. He's like fighting. I don't know, cake. Uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll stick around. Maybe I'll come see this tournament. See what this I mean, tournament. There's gonna be about. like a hot princess there. <clears throat> and it's all. It all culminates <laughs> to, uh, them all meeting on the boats, on this rickety ass boat, with lots of chains. A lot of chains. Oh my god, chains must be like the the um the chief import. 
of Outworld. I thought that was <laughs> Chains like, is this, and Skulls. Is this Hellraiser? That's well, what I was ha- thinking. Well, you have to remember, this is right before he does Event Horizon. Yes. So he's in the chains at this point. Yeah. Lots and lots of chains. Uh, and then chains and flesh. So basically, the the heroes meet the villain, uh, and then Sub Zero and Scorpion show up, and you're like, ah, these are. This is so awesome because and you're like the two best characters, and you're like, I know what like because you know Liu Kang, Kyle's like Liu Kang, uh, Johnny Cage. I mean, some rat like some suave white dude, and Sonya Blade, some blonde girl, right? But these two look like the video game. I know him. I know yeah. them. The only thing that got me as a kid was I'm like, wait a minute. I thought Scorpion and Sub-Zero hated each other. Why are they being all cool? But then Shang Sun says uh, they are mortal enemies, but they're my slaves pretty much. Yeah, he has them enslaved. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's... Um, I don't think Sub-Zero is even technically alive. I think it's his soul that's yeah. being puppeted. Uh, it's just not really explained. Yeah, well, I think I think if 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 Mortal Kombat three had actually come out before they started filming, they probably would have just said fuck it and made him noob Cybot. I believe. I'm not saying that that's what happened. I'm just saying I have it in my mind that they would have just said fuck it. He's noob Cybot now. Would have been cool. That would have uh, been cool. There's a lot, <clears throat> and this scene shows. What people consider one of the biggest flaws of the movie, and I'm like, it's more of the times. The CGI does not age well. Oh, God, fuck no. Yeah. Like, how much CGI from that era does? I know, uh, like, like, like the Sub-Zero stuff is okay, <clears throat> but the Scorpions uh, when thing looks weird. Yeah, I, think, I, think, I think there's a worse example, and we'll get to it. Oh, oh, you mean Reptile? Yes. Yes. I think the only thing the only thing that really hurt this movie is the fact that it wasn't rated R and there wasn't like a lot of blood or gore or violence. Like if there was ever a movie that really should have been just a blood and guts filled bloodbath. I mean that dude that dude was frozen and shattered into pieces. I mean that was was... still badass. I'm not saying this movie wasn't badass. I'm just saying, when you compare it to the... Not just to the game itself, but how crazy violent it got over the years. Like, it's... Something doesn't, like, totally another right in that, when it comes to that part of the tone. Another bad CGI moment is when Raiden shows up on the boat, and it's like this weird red cloud, and you're just like, what is that? <laughs> and Raiden shows up. I, I, I don't think so. And, it, <clears throat> and it's just like, Raiden is just like, he is so... I for, every time I just keep forgetting how weird Raiden is. Yeah, he's, he's all really like, weird he's, in this movie. He's really raspy and he's like making jokes and he's never. And I'm jumping ahead. He's never clear on what his what he's teaching. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, like Luke Kang's like before they go into Off World. Jumping ahead a little bit. Right, Luke Kang goes to Off World. Outworld. Outworld, and he's like. But 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 Sonya has to accept the challenge for, for it to be Mortal Kombat, and then, and then and then fucking Raiden's like, I have nothing else to teach you. You know everything now, and like you couldn't have just said that rule. How is that knowledge to just say here's the rules? It's He's like saying, oh, you're playing shoots and ladders. 
it's like playing shoots and ladders. Like you're like, I can go up the ladder. Yeah. Oh, when I land on a shoot, I can go down. I have nothing else to teach you. It's the fucking <laughs> rules. Well, well, and that's the thing. Like even in the video games, like Raiden's not a cryptic character. Like he's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, he, he gets his points across. He will. He just flat out tells people. Like it's like. I guess the director, like, he sort of played Mortal Kombat or at least, like, heard enough and went with, with that and was just like, all right, but we're going to make him more. He's got he's got to be cryptic. He can't just be straightforward. See, come on, that's not cool. It's like um, the movie Annihilation and that director who's like, I read the book a while ago, but I'm just going to, like, direct this movie. <laughs> like, like, I just, like, I dreamt this. You mean the book, I mean the instruction manual. Yeah. It's just For the like, Super Nintendo. but like, but it's in that sim- similar vein. It's just like, well, you know, like I re- kind of remember it, but I'm just gonna go with it. What do I, what do I remember? Uh, <laughs> and then they end up on the island, and you know, nice little banter between Johnny Cage and uh, um, Liu Sorry. Kang. There is one thing I did notice that I'm like, that's off. <clears throat> is when they're climbing up the steps, and Johnny Cage drops all the luggage. Yeah. Liu Kang says, do you need help with that? But the ADR is obviously not Robin Show. Yeah. It's like, do you need any help with that? That's not the same voice. They weren't even trying. Uh, <laughs> and then and then you then you were mentioning Reptile. Uh, Princess Katana and Reptile are in a scene. Like, the Reptile statue. And you're like, oh, I'm Princess Katana. But once you find... That reptile come to life. You're like, oh god, it's called yeah, shading. Like, it's you know, called like, I, I would be satisfied if you just like were not in this movie. Well, it's like it's like I it's wanted like the CGI wasn't finished. I wanted the ninja reptile, like the way he's always been portrayed. Yeah, I didn't need whatever that was. It, you know what it was? It reminds me of that little monkey in Lost in Space, the movie. If you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. Lost in Space, like, 90s movie, Monkey. I'm looking but, at like, a, It's just, I like... I do not know what you're talking about, but I'd like to. But, um... So we have Katana, who is now Liu Kang's love interest, who's, like, 900 years old. 10,000! 10,000, <laughs> Was it 10,000? Yeah, but she, she, she thanks you for saying 900. But, she, but, but Liu Kang's like, but she's hot, though. Yeah. <laughs> And what the Johnny... fuck is this? <laughs> oh my god! Wait, I'm just gonna put this up to the screen. This is just for you. Oh no! Hey, look, it's reptile. Harley, is, um, is, is that uh, what, what's that movie? Oh god, the, the alien. Oh, what the fuck is it? I mean, it's from Lost in Space. It looks not, like a nutsack with bananas. Not Harley and me. Who's the one where, where Conan Bryant always shows it with uh, Paul Rudd? Mac and me. Mac and me. It looks like the Mac and me uh, alien. Uh, yeah, that has a friend star Matt LeBlanc in it. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, poor, Matt, poor Matt LeBlanc. The beginning and end of his film career, right there. Between that and the what was the movie he did with the monkey? Well, don't forget. Also, Joey. Academy Award winner William Hurt starring in that movie. Well, yeah, but he had enough going for him <laughs> beforehand where he was fine. <laughs> No, Joey. Joey killed Matt LeBlanc's career. Is Ed? Is it Ed? I don't know what this one with the monkey is. That's the movie I remember with a monkey in it. Wait a minute. Dustin checks in. Uh, Dustin checks in as a classic. Why is Joe Young? 
uh, Outbreak. <laughs> I'm trying to think of oh, other monkey movies. Uh, George of the Jungle. George of the Jungle 2. What other things has monkeys in it? Chainsaw Ball Strike Back. Mall Rats. But, um, are we just naming movies with monkeys in them? Yes. Any, every which way but loose. Twelve monkeys. Oh, wait. Uh, anyway. I think there's actual monkeys in that. Anyway, so they end up at this big feast, this big dinner party. Shang Sun has graciously given everyone his food on tables, everything. And then a bunch of ninjas just turn tables and destroy the place. And you're like, this is the worst dinner party ever. Yeah, and you're like, if I was invited in, I would say, uh, no thank you, I'm going home. Can yeah. you imagine if you were one of those people who was like, hold on, hold on, I gotta stop off and wash my hands first, and then you just sat down, and then all the tables get upturned, and you're like... And the dude gets frozen. <laughs> and you're just sitting there like, I was gonna eat some of this. This is wasteful. Also, there's, ch- I, there's starving children in Africa who would love to have this meal. There's also, starving children in Outworld. Uh, there's, there's a flaw here. I don't know. Well, I guess I don't know. It's funny I'm saying flaw. Uh, I forget. In Mortal Kombat, flawless victory means you were never touched, right? Correct. Okay, so Shang Sun, flawless victory is said three times in this film. When the guy gets frozen and shattered, that's to me a flawless victory because Sub-Zero was not touched. Goro beating Artlene, but Artlene kicked Goro. So technically that's not a flawless victory. Ah, but did he lose energy from his bar? I don't know. Also, that's- here's another one. The last one is spoilers. I mean, it's pretty not- we know what's going to happen. Liu Kang says flawless victory when he beats Shang Sun. It's not a flawless victory, dude. It's a fatality. Yeah, but it's not flawless victory. So... Anyway, that's my little thing. Uh, and then... They did throw a fatality in there. Yeah, well. the gang... The gang goes searching for secret, for answers. Mm-hmm. And we're introduced to... Probably... The, one of the things that I remember the most from this movie. Goro? Kano sitting there. Eating, eating all this... Eating the really... Looks like rubber fake meat. That's why I remember. Like, why... Yeah. That, that meat is the very shiny. And all this stuff. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, and and, and oh. I guess Goro was there too. Yeah, I guess Goro is pretty iconic. Can we just agree Goro is probably the best effect in the whole movie? Yes, and, and it's not God. CGI. Could imagine? Could you imagine if Goro looked as bad as Reptile did? It'd be um, it'd be awful. But yeah, like Goro. We're talking is, about this movie today. Goro is. Pretty spot on. He's, he, I mean, you could tell he's not real. He's also, also the most, I think he's the most expensive effect in the movie. But yeah. also, but you know, but you know, way you say he looks, he doesn't look totally real, but he still fits in there. That's actually caught pretty not accurate, but like it makes a little sense considering, like in the original Mortal Kombat, all the other characters were digitized actors, whereas Goro was claymation. So mm-hmm. being a totally set, like not real thing actually is kind of i guess apropos would be the proper phrase to use because you know it kind of is you know it kind of plays unintentionally or on un- or intentionally depending on the situation it it uh it kind of plays off of the first game 
And also, I mean, he looks like Goro. I mean, if you if you knew if you you played the game, you saw a character, you'd be like, oh shit, that's Goro. Because yeah. I mean, he looked exactly like that's the one thing this movie did so right is they got people who you're just like, I know who that is. I I can you if you played the games, you could recognize the characters, except maybe Shang Tsung, but that's a whole other ball game. Yeah. yeah. But and, and and the other thing is, if you haven't played the games and you're only watching the movie, you're like, "Holy shit, who's gonna beat that four arm dude?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's funny is, even though Shang, the guy who plays Shang Song, doesn't totally look like who you expect to be Shang Song, he became the quintessential Shang Song. Like every version of him after of Shang Song afterwards, totally based themselves off of yeah. him. Because this guy rules. Uh, yeah, he did. Um, but it's all a trap, and they get... Uh, the gang gets attacked by a bunch of minions, and everyone's kicking ass. They play the Mortal Kombat theme, and you're like, fuck yeah. Test my might. Test my might, motherfucker. And, and then Raiden shows up afterward, and he's just like, slow clabs, super condescending, and he's like... You know all the other fighters are way better than those dudes. Yeah, you guys <laughs> are. Like, yeah, but 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 here here's my problem with that scene. It's like okay, Raiden, we get it, but like also remember that was a bunch of people, and like all the other fights are going to be one on one, so that's not the same thing. Plus, also, hold there on, are some kind of rules to the to to the fighting. I was also very confused with Raiden's limitations. Okay, so now here's the thing. So. Are you saying that Offworld, Outworld, sorry, Outworld, Out, they're in Outworld right now. The island is Outworld. Is that what you're what we're saying? I think it's a neutral site. Okay, because Raiden says he cannot go to Outworld because his powers are not... But hold on, how can Raiden not have... He doesn't have domain in Outworld. Yeah, he doesn't have domain. He's an elder god of Earthrealm. Okay, so he could definitely interfere in the neutral zone. So if someone fucks with him, he can use his electric powers. I guess it would have to be in self-defense. Yeah. Well, he oh. doesn't really use his powers when they get to the island. Yeah. But he threatens He threatens them. Yeah, he, really, he, does oh, the shit. Eye flick, he does the eye flicker. Yeah. But it doesn't mean they know the rules. Yeah, and then Johnny Cage at the end says, you're lucky he was here. <laughs> just what a classic it, what kind of he drunk me after eating a bunch of hot dogs yeah but then we get to the tournament and we see dreadlock man that roars like a lion apparently uh fight he Liu was Kang. Gonna have, he was gonna have an animality uh fight Liu kang and lose and then get his soul sucked in in probably the most nightmarish way yeah is there a non-nightmarish way to get your soul sucked out i mean way? this one where you turn all gray and white like oh god yeah, it, it, it basically is now showing what the stakes are. Like, if you lose, yeah. Shang Tsung's going to take your soul, yeah. so you better not lose. He's either going to suck your soul out with his hand, or somehow your soul's going to go into his eyeball. And he's going to blink, and it's going to be gone. Yeah, that's that's how it works. Uh, and then we get to see Sonya Blade in her only fight, her only real fight in the entire movie, against Kano. If you think, everyone else gets to fight like two or three people, but Sonya Blade only gets to fight Kano. Damn patriarchy keeping the women <clears throat> down. You trying to say she can't? Me too. 
She, it's like, it's like she, she's like, I brought my little shorty shorts out for this. But she did beat Kano, so I guess her arc is done. <laughs> it's kind of over. Uh, she snaps his neck, dude. It's so yeah. brutal. No, she's like, give me a break. And he, she's like, okay, boom. Yeah, so that, I mean, that fight was fine. Like, I was really interested watching it, seeing like, okay, what shot is Bridget, uh, uh, what's her face? What's her name again? Bridget. I almost said Nielsen. Wrong person. Uh. I was more saying, like, who's the, wh- is this shot the stunt woman or is it Bridget? <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean, that was the fight. Uh, and then all of a sudden, this is the weirdest thing uh, Johnny Cage is in a forest. Yeah, he's just walking around, like, alone. Oh, this, Why this would little... he be alone? Why would he be yeah. alone in this? Yeah, movie? he's just like, no, dude, he's just, he just wants to, he wants to go back to nature. He wants I to. Wanna... He wants to go back to nature and breathe in that crisp forest air. I, I want to believe they're like, your next opponent's going to be in the apple orchard. He's like, all right. I, I like yes. apples. Uh, yeah. just, he's like, he, he starts walking around. He takes all the apples, bites it. This is right and delicious. I only like Granny Smith. <laughs> this is rubber, just like Kano's meat. What oh. the fuck? Uh, he's just walking <laughs> around and then comes across Scorpion. And then it leads to, like, probably the gnarliest fight. Not the best fight. The gnarliest fight of no, the whole it's movie. One of my, it's one of my favorites. Yeah, I, I, to me, like, the final fight is always the the best fight. You know, the best actually choreographed fight. <clears throat> this one is the weirdest and craziest, I think. That's why it's the best. Yeah. I, don't, I don't agree with that last fight is the best fight. I, I think he means theoretically. Yes. Like, like when you watch a movie like this... And, like we're 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 kind of conditioned to believe, at least going uh, into a movie, that however good every other fight is, the last fight has to be. It also has the most it, stakes. It raises the stakes. It ups the no, ante. Yeah, the last fight has stakes. It has uh, weights. It has um, emotion. A lot of it. There's a lot of character development. This one's just like you got to fight to survive. I mean, it's cool. It's a cool ass fight. Uh, we go interdimensional on this. Yeah. Uh, you like, you, how does it get much better than going interdimensional? And you get the cage, um, you know, uh, jump kick. Yeah. Where where it has the shadow behind him, and then he ends up inside that tree, I guess, and the, or in and another fire. dimension. Yeah, and then there's fire. fire. <clears throat> Scorpion, they, he loses his spear, but he gains another CGI look with the skull. That shoots fucking fire. It didn't look that bad though. It didn't. No, no, it looks bad when he takes off the mask. Oh yeah, but once he, but once, once it's off and everything, yeah. like it looks legit. Yeah. I think they literally just like had a dude like crouch inside of the, the outfit. They put a skull on top of it and are like go. Yeah, and, and I think like, they pulled his arms in too. Don't forget about that guy. And there's oh. bones everywhere. And Johnny Cage is that cool like uh, gymnastic thing. By the way, kudos to Johnny Cage for being cool under pressure while basically being in hell. Yeah. And he he pulls the uh, Jeff Goldblum's daughter thing from Lost World <laughs> where he's like, "All right, I guess it's time to do uh, the uneven bars." Yeah. To survive. <laughs> yeah, I guess I have to. I'm still considered a fake. I still feel like I'm treated like a fake, but I'm going to do this thing. But yeah, like Scott says, nobody's around. Yeah, no one's, gonna yeah. no one's gonna believe. Especially right there, if he died, who's gonna find the body? Also, Johnny Cage, like, 
he tells uh, Stefan Spielberg, he's like, hey, I fought a guy that was a skull head that shot fire, and I was in a pit full of bones. And he's like, yeah, sure, sure. okay. Sure, dude. Well, they're they're going to put him away. They're going to put. They're going to. They're going to send him to the loony bin. Yeah. Well, uh, he beats Scorpion, it ends, and I believe it's a fatality of Johnny Cage where it turns to autograph shot. Or is it fatality, or is it something else? He Alright, so he gets that shield, and as Scorpion's breathing fire, he gets up, and then he chucks the shield, and um, after, like, I think he gets him in the stomach. Yeah, right? and it gets him in the arm, and then the, the head. Yeah, and he's bleeding lava, by the way. Then he cuts yeah. off part of the skull, and lava's coming out, and then it's like, oh, this guy is about to self-destruct, and and he just dives out of there, and the lingering shot is the autograph that's on fire. Yeah, awesome. Fucking perfect Johnny Cage moment. Perfect. That nobody got to see. <clears throat> yep. Uh, it's really regrettable. And it's really regrettable when you get to uh, the beginning of the next movie. Yeah. Uh, and then we get Katana and Liu Kang do this in quotations fighting, where Katana is just like fucking Raiden. Yeah, I don't know. They're like, is where it it's a just, fight? Is there like a spar? I don't. Where it's just like it doesn't make any sense. They just they're just practicing. <clears throat> yeah, it's like, and the weird thing is like she is just like as cryptic as fucking Raiden. She's like use the Which element that brings like, life. Fucking just say water. I, I don't mean, understand. To be fair, when you're hundreds of years old, I guess you just also, cryptic. There's no rules saying, like... No hints. Yeah, you, no hints. There's no hints. There's no rules. Like, she'll say, like, use water in your Whatever. next fight. And Shang Tsung's gonna be like, yeah, use water. I don't give a shit because there's not gonna be water there that he knows of. And also, Sub-Zero freezes water, you fucking moron. Use water. But yeah, use the element that that gives life. And you're like, oh, fuck, Katana. Just fucking just say the, what you're being. It just says water. It's not like it's not like a, that, that cryptic of a message. What's funnier is if there was a rule about no hints, like, by the end of this movie, all the rules are thrown out anyway. Yeah. Shang Tsung just says, fuck the rules. He's like, uh, I can't remember, bye. It's like, all right. Yeah. Like by the by the end, like they're just, she's just like, use this, use that, punch him in the dick. Yeah. <clears throat> um. But yeah, that that that's the hint. And then they have then Raiden shows that with water. Good thing Raiden was there. It's almost like Raiden and Katana were behind it. Uh you gotta wonder if that's gonna pay off later. Yeah. And then Sub Zero. <laughs> And also, probably one of the best entrances of the entire fucking movie is when that door opens and, like, fog or dry ice, more dry ice, comes down. And fucking Sub-Zero comes down the stairs, and then they pose. Like, they're about to fight each other. Like one of the best fucking moments of the whole movie. And then they fight for a little bit. This That, that fight was kind of a letdown a little bit. After seeing yeah. the Scorpion fight... Yeah, it's... It's a bit of a letdown because they didn't do a lot with Sub Zero and his powers. Yeah, I mean, fuck, um, he had a better fight with Reptile than he, he does. Ripped off someone's Zero. fucking spine. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I mean, it's fine for what it is, but it's like Sub Zero is probably the coolest character, pun intended, of the entire Mortal Kombat, like of the original group. 
And see, again, he, that he ain't no, he ain't no, he ain't no meat. And that's what where it goes back to what I said about this movie would have been how much better could this movie have been if it was rated R? I think Sub Zero, Sub Zero's fight was probably like the biggest thing because you know if they could have gotten away with it, oh my god, he'd have ripped spines out left and right. He'd be like impaling people with like I just I just think that we if it was we would have got a lot more murderous Sub Zero and Scorpion had we had the right rating for it. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh also a big letdown is during that, that that dinner fight the dinner feast or whatever, you see Sub Zero's powers, but Scorpion's like, I guess I'm not gonna show my powers. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, they'd melt Sub Zero's power. <clears throat> yeah. Uh it's like, ooh, scary puddle. Yeah, like it's more than I also want to say about this movie, there's like no slowdown of the plot. It's just constantly going. It's never stopping. But it stops it's it stops at one point after they see Goro kill Art Neil. Art Lean. Uh, Art Lean. Art Neil, whatever. Art Lean. And then and then Sonya's like, no! And everyone's so mad and upset that Art Art Lean got killed. And you're like, like, who the fuck is Art Lean? And you're like, I've never seen a scene of you all three of you interacting with him. How are you waiting for the boat? Like, how are you? Like, how do they care about Art Neil and his weird Art Lean and his weird pajama uh gi? His pajama gi. It looks like pajamas. Anyway, I, I, I <clears throat> is there a version of this release with like deleted scenes and like and 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 or ex- deleted or extended scenes? Because I gotta believe there is a lot more to this movie that we didn't get. Yeah, there's no Art Lean somewhere. Like, like maybe, like we, I, there are actual scenes where, like, they chill with him, and like that's why they care so much. But yeah, Goro like kills him, and it's supposed to establish Goro as this. Okay, we got another guy. We got to try and figure out how to beat. We just beat these two like undead ninjas. Yeah, and then what are we gonna do? The forearm brute. And then we get to the only time the plot slows down for this. Retrospect, reflective period, uh, where we get they tease the Johnny Cage Sonya Blade romance that wasn't really earned ever. There might be deleted scenes, but it's like it just kind of like, oh, we're, we're gonna tease that there could be a thing, even though well, Sonya trying to hit on it the whole time. Yeah, Sonya still detests him. There's never that scene where, like, you know, Johnny Cage bails her out and shows honor because the only time Johnny Cage has shown honor. It's when he fought nope. Scorpion that no one saw. So, <laughs> Don't exactly forget, my point. When we like, get to the Goro fight. Yeah, no, 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 no. And, then, and nobody well, sees what he does there. Uh, yeah, so Johnny Cage, no one sees what he does there, but he probably told them what happened, and they're like, are you high? Uh, but sure, John. But that sets up the rules of... So he, cha- he wants to challenge Goro and Shang Sun, like, are you stupid? And then Johnny Cage's like, maybe, but I'm going to fight him. I fought Scorpion. And then Shang Sun's like, how do I know you fought Scorpion? I didn't see it. He's like, well, Scorpion's not around anymore now, is he? And then Shang Sun's like, okay, well, what's the rules? And and then, like, you know, Johnny Cage's like, okay, how about this? I'll I'll fight Goro. And then Shang Sun's like, uh, duh. 
And then he's like, that, that. That, that. And then he's like, Billy Madison. Uh, then he's like, um, if if you win, I forgot the rules. So, Han, if he beats Johnny Cage, if Johnny Cage beats Goro, then Shang Tsung can have final combat with someone of his choosing. Was that for if Johnny Cage wins or if Goro wins or both? I don't remember that. And I don't Raiden, even remember the discussion. That is an excellent question. I don't have the answer to it. And then Raiden shows up. You can't do that. And then Shang Sun's like, it's done. And then Shang Sun leaves. And then Raiden's like, what the fuck, Johnny? And Johnny's like, hey. I gotta kill him for art, man. We, we Hey, man. We gotta, we gotta you know, do Final Combat. We gotta settle this. And leaves. And then Raiden laughs. Huh, at least someone gets it now. And you're like, I thought what? you were against this, Raiden. What are you drunk, Raiden? Are you drinking that that electrified uh, rum or whatever? Uh so then we lead into the Goro match, which we learn one thing: we learn that Goro has got Goro's got nards, and they're very sensitive nards. Yeah, and uh, Johnny's sunglasses are very expensive. Yeah, they're five hundred dollar. Can can we just appreciate that when Johnny Cage punches Goro in the nuts, just Goro's reaction? He does. He does the split. He does the split. Yeah. The uh. The uh. I I read somewhere that it's called the nutter. Uh, I'll tell you. Yeah, what which I'm like. Wow. I'll tell you what a nutter is. He does that split on gravel. Ooh. Like that's got a fucking. That's a, that's a double nut shot. A shot. A yeah. punch to Goro's nuts and a and a big old rock to Johnny's nuts. And the best and the best CGI is the CGI. The best special effect, practical effect. Is Goro's eyes after he punched the nut? He's like, oh, oh my god, it's fantastic! And then Johnny and... Cage, uh, fucking outsmarts Goro. Yeah, he leads him to the uh, the ledge. Yeah, basically they're trying to find out what's Goro's weakness. Well, apparently his nuts and heights. I, mean... the, I think that's every man's. Uh... But again, nobody sees Johnny actually beat Goro. They only see him punch him in the nuts. Yeah, sure, Johnny. You beat the story of his fucking life. Yeah, sure, Johnny. You beat the subterranean prince. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure, Johnny. I off the freaking thing, man. Yeah, I did told, you all... I told him how expensive my sunglasses did were. Did you also beat Fujin too? Yeah, you I'm tired of this, fuck. man. They're just <laughs> like, who the fuck is Fujin? And Rain's like, you don't want to know him. Glock, 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 glock. But he'll blow you away. <laughs> uh, and then, and then this is where, you know, Sang Shun the chicken shit and takes Sonya Blade. I'm charging her to Final Combat, and of course, you know, Liu Kang's like she doesn't know the rules. Like she has to accept, and you know everything now, Liu Kang. I'm glad he graduated from the rule book, Raiden. <laughs> so they, so him and Johnny go to Outworld. Where it's fucking nightmare. It's well, just, they go there. Just... Don't they meet Katana? No, yeah, yeah. Katana leads them in. Yeah. But then they meet. Yeah, yeah then, then they meet Reptile, who gets who into. Follows gets... Yeah, and who follows him? Liu Kang grabs him because he's camouflaged. Uh, it's and hard he to can camouflage. Sense yeah, it's hard to be camouflaged when you're shitty CGI. Yeah. And then he puts him in a statue. And then the bugs eat 
the the thing like it, it wraps around him and then the statue comes to life and now he's an undead reptile ninja yeah and then also in case you didn't know his name even though Shang Tsung said it like you had the video game voice reptile, reptile. and then yeah. Kang and reptile have a badass fight oh they go through walls kick like we we see the bicycle kick like you said yeah we see the bicycle kick finally uh reptile has a cool like, little mask thing it looks like a reptile face. Like once, once he becomes the human, it's great. Awesome. Yeah, but oh, that lizard looks like shit. So then he beats reptile, and we lead, it leads to probably one of the most intense bug smashing ever. Your guys' face is doing that was. Priceless, Wade. When you're when you're done with this, you need a screenshot of y'all's faces doing the. If you could uh, do that and post that on the Instagram, that would be. And good. the thing is, that sound ends up sounding like agony. He's like, uh, uh. it goes on for way too long. And then Katana's looking at him like, "All right, let's keep going. Let's go to the dark castle." And you see this big long castle. Big tall castle. We never see him go inside the castle, infiltrate the castle, go up the stairs. Yeah, the castle. They've already infiltrated and they're already in disguise. I guess we just have to. We have to. We have to go. Paul's like. Oh, Paul Anderson's like. Let's get. Sonya, Wait. Sonya it just raises too many questions. Tony has this new like leather outfit with like a skirt, and her hair's all done up. I'm glad someone done her hair up. Yeah, hair metal style. Yeah, like. She looks badass. Too bad, like, she doesn't, too bad she doesn't fight anymore. That's it for Bridget Wilson. She doesn't fight anymore. Uh, and Shane Sladen's like, let's let's fucking have a match. Let's let's fucking do it. Fucking steel cage match. Let's do it. And Sonya Blade's like, go to hell, dude. <laughs> and she's still saying, my friends are coming. Your friends aren't coming. My friends are coming. Uh, <laughs> your friends are here. No, your friends are coming. And then Johnny Cage's like, I, I came, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does he really say that? No, no. Like, that would have been great, because then he's like, he's looking at Sergio like, and I came. Yeah, and then... Like, All right, Val Venus. And then Luke Kang's like, I challenge you, and takes off the, the disguise, and he's got no shirt on, and you're like, why don't you take his shirt off? <clears throat> and, uh, yeah. And then Shang Tsung's, Shang Tsung's like, I want to challenge Sonya, I want to challenge Johnny Cage. And then when Liu Kang's like, you know, because you think he's afraid of Liu Kang. And Liu Kang's like, I challenge you, and he's like, okay. <laughs> maybe, well, no, maybe the rule was, maybe it was one of those things where he can't challenge Liu Kang. Liu Kang has to challenge him. No, I think it's both, both parties have to accept, because Liu Kang challenges. No, 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 I know, but what I'm saying is, I think it's a case of, Shang Tsung can't challenge him, is what I'm saying. But he has to accept it still. What I'm saying is he can't lay out the challenge to Liu Kang. I think it's more of... Liu Kang has to lay out the challenge to him. I think it's more of Shang Tsung wants an easy fight. Yeah. Yeah, I think Shang Tsung knows that Liu Kang is going to kick his ass. Yeah. It's going to make him... Well, if he wanted it that bad, he could have just declined. Yeah. But then... The awesome fight starts. You get the test your might. The music's playing, and they fucking fight. This fight, it ends up with Shang Tsung 
being like, you made me bleed my own blood. That's just Nobody like, makes me bleed. It's a little bit of blood on his slip. Not a lot, just a little bit. Just dripping. It's all the I blood you get, motherfucker. This is PG-13. The base of the rule is Liu Kang has to fight his enemy, fight himself, and then fight his destiny. That was the other one. Fight his, fight his fear. Fight his fear. That's what it was. So to fight the enemy, these souls of former generations, I guess, of fighters, come mm-hmm. out to the ground, and they're like, we're gonna fucking fight. These zombie and it, dudes. And then Liu Kang kicks their fucking teeth in and kills them, and, or defeats them, because they're already dead, so I guess he didn't kill them. <clears throat> and then he goes, that's his fight his enemy. And then fight himself is just like, you don't want to fight me. Yes, you do. Okay. <laughs> and that's fight your that's fight yourself. Well, no, there's the part where Shang Tsung turns into Liu Kang's brother. Yeah, that's the fear. I think that's the fight your fear. I think they never they're never really clear because they kind of skip one. But yeah, Chan shows up and he's like, "Come on, man!" And Shang Lu's like, "You're not him." Well, of course he's not Chan, motherfucker. He's dead. They just, they just turn up out of nowhere. Where's Shang Tsung? Simple questions. I guess Raiden didn't teach you that. To not well, no, you know, Raiden thought he did because he was cryptic as fuck. He's like, oh shit, I don't think he understood that one. Oh shit, I don't think I told him everything. I didn't tell him that Shang Tsung can shapeshift. Even though we know he can because Mr. Boyd was shapeshift, but we, but Liu Kang doesn't know he can shapeshift. Oh, oh man, he doesn't know where babies come from. All I know is that Shang Tsung wants souls and he likes chains. He, he's spoke. made up That's of it. thousands of souls. Yeah, <clears throat> he's a soul man, as they say. Um, <laughs> Wait, is he soul man from the song, or is he soul man from the movie? Both. Fuck. <clears throat> that, he's borderline he racist. See Thomas Howell. Yeah, and it's borderline yeah. racist. Uh, so, so he's like, you're not Chan. Oh, yeah, Chan. yeah, I am. And then he's like, no, nah, bro, you're not. And then Shang Tsung's like, you're mine. He's Shapes just back, <clears throat> and then they have a fight. And then, by the, before they start fighting, spikes start coming out of the fucking logo. And you're like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, someone's going through it up. Yeah, someone's gonna fucking die in these motherfuckers. Is it gonna be shitty CGI? I don't know. Uh, and then basically, yes. then he kicks the fuck out of, uh, Shang Tsung and Shang Tsung falls right onto one spike, only one spike. He conveniently falls. The double hand thing. Yes. Yes. I mean, to be fair, Wade, how many spikes do you need to impale your heart to die? But it impaled his stomach, if anything. He's still dead, man. <clears throat> yeah, he's real dead. He turns into like a weird rotting skeleton at the end. And all the uh, spikes are released. Yeah, and then Chan's like, I knew I could believe in you. I guess I'll see you soon. And then, and then uh, Liu Kang's like, what? What are you telling me? What happens? And he's like, I'll hey. see you at some point, brother. But until then, keep doing you or whatever. I forgot what he said. Keep and on then he goes back up. But I guess we didn't get that scene of like Johnny Cage watching like, wow. And then Art, Art Lean shows up. Hey, guys. I'm okay. No, we don't get that scene. I wonder if we get, like, Partly. the Johnny Cage be like, why does everybody get to see Liu Kang beat up people? 
I see the people. And then Sonya Blade's like, are you fucking serious, Johnny? You with that Scorpion story? I fought Kano and I did nothing else. I'm just, yeah, I mean, Johnny Cage beats up, like, two of the most badass characters in the whole movie. And no one gets to see it. Yeah. Well, they did see, well, it's more of the things I did, did, they did see the nut shot, so I guess that's worth it. <clears throat> punching someone in the nuts and flat out murdering them or yeah. two different things. <clears throat> Regardless then, of what getting punched in the nuts feels like. And then the lights go out, kind of, like, there's no more lights in the room, apparently. And then you see the gang just chilling on the spiked logo. Uh, Shang Tsung's gone. I guess his corpse evaporated. Uh... But yeah, everyone, basically, there was no thumbs up. I was very disappointed. That's a perfect moment of a thumbs up. That's also an Enter the Dragon. <laughs> and ends on a thumbs up. Uh, and then they somehow end up um, at the temple. Yeah, the, the temple. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, temple light. Like, the, I, I want to know, did they, was it like a portal that opened for them? Was it, did they have to have like a two-day trip well, on a boat? Right. It's a regular stop for that dragon boat. Okay. That's how Shang Tsung met Chan anyway. Oh, okay. So it's it was, a regular stop. It was on the commute. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so they end up there and Raiden's so, like, I knew you guys would do it, and they're like, uh can no, you, you didn't? Can you can you tell time? Can you did you know this was gonna happen? And Raiden's like and Rain never answers, like, because of course he doesn't. He's like Rain's like, You flat out told us you didn't believe in us, you prick. And then he's like, I might have been drunk on a bender. I don't know. <clears throat> and he puts his arms around everyone. You know, Luke Kang's with Katana because they flirted once. And then, The age difference between them is ridiculous because she's yeah. like hundreds of years old. I, mean, and I think he's only in his 20s. She, she's a cougar, as I said. Robin the Cradle. Ah, Robin that Cradle. That's funny. His name's Robin. Yeah, you know what seemed funnier? Shao Kahn shows up. Yeah. Oh, oh, don't forget. Uh, Johnny Cage puts his arm around uh, yeah. uh, Sonya. So they're in love. That pays. That really. Uh, that really ties into the next movie. Um, yeah. So we get to establish that they're together because Johnny Cage made a a pass at her and she denied him. But I guess they're together now. This I mean, Johnny's like, nice dress, and she's like, "Fuck you." <clears throat> and then Shao Kahn shows up. Like, he says, fuck the rules. I'm just going to show up on Earth. Fuck you. Yeah, he just shows have up as, as, like, a cloud apparition. And then yeah. they all get in their fight poses, and then the music hits. And then Ra and Raiden's like, I don't think so. And his, light his lightning bolt eyes show up. <laughs> and Raiden's and then, like, we're in Earth realm. I can do something now. And then they, they all pose, and then credits. And we're locked on a cliffhanger. Until you, you see uh, the next yeah, and you're like, you could stay, you could never watch the next movie. This is like, it's like one of those things, like, they'll keep on fighting. And the thing, you know what gets me about that is the Super Mario Brothers movie tried to do the same thing where they're basically like, we're, there's definitely going to be a sequel, guys. Don't just you wait. And then there wasn't. And so, like, I'm, as a kid, I'm just wondering, like, are we going to get another one? And then, of course, we did. But, like, because at that point, I'm just like, we get that Mario sequel yet? And the yeah. problem with Annihilation is, like, the first movie blew their load with the characters. Like, the really cool characters, like Sub-Zero, um, uh, Scorpion, 
I think like the four uh, characters from the first game were all represented. Yes. I, I, I think the second movie also has a lot of cool characters. But not not like, you know, like the uh not like the the classic ones, you well, know. Like, no. Well the problem with Annihilation is there's too many characters in it to actually write into the movie. They're just kinda like, We gotta put everyone in. They're like, I'm pretty sure like Motaro and Shiva are liter- literally just Two are just they just stand there and pose, and that's like about it. Yeah, like there's uh, no, they have dialogue without. They have I don't remember was they argue a lot. Wasn't oh god, what's his name? Cyrax in it. Was Cyrax in it? Yes, yes. that's what I thought. He fights Jax. Yeah, they're in, they're in the yes. lab. Yes, that's what I the lab. Sector's in it. No, no, Smoke's which is it. weird because everyone likes Sector. Yeah, Smoke's in it though. Was mocap in it? No, no, mocap didn't exist yet. Oh, okay. Anyway, was it was it cyborg smoke or was it regular smoke? I can't remember. I won't say it was cyborg. It's cyborg, because uh, Lou fights him and needs uh, Sub Zero's help to beat him. Yeah, so we got smoke and we've got Cyrax, but we don't have Sector. Yeah, and also there's a uh, uh, Shinock. Shinock. Shinock is in it. Yeah, uh, who, who and Nightwolf. Which and is funny, Shinnok is the only character from Mortal Kombat 4 in the game, or in the movie. Barak's in it, man. Or Baraka is in it. Uh, Baraka's in it, Sindel, Jade is in it. His arms. That's not the best Baraka. Nightwolf, yeah. Thank God we got Nightwolf. Nightwolf's awesome. Yeah, Nightwolf is awesome. I'm just saying, like, we got, like, they've always been, like, how, like, they're not... I'm just saying, Mortal Kombat. When you think Mortal Kombat as an average person, average fan, you think of Sub Zero, Scorpion, Shang Sun. You think Goro. These are like, and all the a lot of those characters get taken already. Yeah, your auxiliary characters like Smoke and Cyrax and Noob. Also, why did they make Jade Asian when she's black in the games? I'll ask questions. Also, I'm looking at the Wikipedia for all the characters. Apparently, there's a deleted scene in the first movie of Jade. Okay. Because it says, deleted scene under the box, under the, the column for Mortal Kombat, the movie. By the way, Scott, if they did a sequel to Super Mario Brothers, would it be, like, the first one, but, like, super hard? Or would they be pulling radishes out and throwing them at bird, birds and stuff? Uh, <sighs> Personally, I, I could go either way on that one. Um, That's like an Animal Crossing. Well, not Animal Crossing. Uh, a Harvest Moon crossover. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like, they really wanted you to believe there was going to be a second Mario Brothers movie. All right. So, <clears throat> out of five Mortal Kombat emblems, little dragon things. How about, uh, how about, uh, how about we rank them with uppercuts? Okay. Out of five uppercuts, what would you give Mortal Kombat 1995? Uh, for pure enjoyment, I give it a four. I give it four uppercuts out of five. As an actual movie, two point five up, two and a half uppercuts. Um, I think as it knew what it wanted to be, it was like it was an action film of you know that time. So like, there's not a whole lot of subtle nuance. There's not you know it's just kind of like we know what we want. Let's give it to. Them. You know what I mean? And I think that's what it had. I think what, as I said throughout, 
I think what really hurt this was not being R rated. And and I know like nowadays it just seems like the, it seems like that's like the old reliable like oh you want to get people to watch your superhero movie make it R rated. But I mean th- if anything deserved it it was this because this is what brought in the ESRB. This is what created the MA rating. This or the M rating, excuse me. This is what you know brought violence in video games to the attention of everybody. There is a lot of blood. There is a lot of violence. It's in the game. It's not something that they would have to like make up. Like you know, like it's all there. And I think you got a decent Mortal Kombat experience based on the game. But I don't think you got a full Mortal Kombat experience based on the game. I think if they could have done it, if we could do a new Mortal Kombat movie, like a complete, like start from scratch, only the MK1 characters, but like, let's make it rated R and let's have the violence match the game. I think you'd have a whole bet, a much better movie. Yeah. I probably, Joe, what what would you give? uh, Well, I agree with Scott actually on both. Um, For me, it's easily a four in the enjoyment meter. And then, um, like, as an actual movie, two to two and a half, I think it's a fair score. It's, I mean, it's mostly competent. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it comes in, it does what it is is trying to do. It's trying to make you think of the game. And that's what it does. It, it explores the lore a little bit. Um, it expands in certain s- scenarios. And it, I mean, it, it's what it came to do. Um the the and again the, the the big setback is that it is only uh PG thirteen I believe um and I, that's mainly due to video game movies mainly being an unknown commodity and only kids had really played video games at that point there wasn't a lot of grown up gamers yet. Um, at least not for that generation of games. Or at least not willing to admit it. Yeah, so... Or, or at least not not enough to make a substantial impact at the box office. Nowadays, I mean, the game's been out for almost 30 years, if it hasn't been 30 years already. I think it'll be, thir- it'll be uh, 30 in, in 20 or 23. And, or 22, excuse me, it came out in 92. So, there you go. You do it now, you can... And, and it's also been proven that rated R movies will be money makers for you. Yeah. Um, I'm probably agree. In the same, I'm probably 2.5 to 3 uppercuts. Uh, it's competent. It's kind of structured. It's not... It's, 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 not all movies have to be five stars, you know? They no. can be fun... They're not, they're not Citizen Kane, though. Though Citizen Kane, Kane starts with a K. Combat Citizen starts Kano. with a K. I like that. Uh, but also, combat starts with a K as well. So yes, and there's a lot of death. Yes. Uh, yeah, like yeah, I'm not the same. Um, luckily, Paul W. S. Anderson gets to do an R rated. Um, Video game movie with Resident Evil series. Thank God he, you know, he gets he gets to scratch his radar itch. Um, too bad it wasn't a better movie. 
That sounds so bad. Scratch is rated R itch. That sounds kind of bad. And also, Scott was giggling, so I guess it didn't sound that great. It just makes it just. I just imagine he's scratching Edge's nuts. Yeah. Oh God, of course. It's wrestling, of course. Well, fighting, wrestling, whatever. It always uh, comes back to wrestling with me. But it ends up, you know, it's much better than fucking Annihilation. Oh, yes. Which, which I feel like. If we did Annihilation, we should not do it as a retro review. We have to do it as a watch-along, and I had to have maybe a bottle of rum next to me. Yes, we will do it as a retro review, and it will be glorious! It'll basically be you guys watching the movie, and I'll be drunk as shit, stumbling Jeez. around. The elder word. guys are going to notice! <laughs> Race haircut yeah, rating of, uh, of Shao Kahn's dad. Oh, oh God! I forgot about the Elder Gods. Oh God! Remember yeah. the, uh, the what, what the were they CG? called? What was it the animality? Yeah, I was going to call it the bestiality. <laughs> that is something completely different, Wade. Don't Google it, guys. Remember that CGI of the two of them fighting as animals? Oh my God! Remember the dragon? Oh my god. But don't shit on Nightwolf. Nightwolf was cool. Wasn't Nightwolf in the movie for like 10 minutes? I think he was played by the same guy who was in Indian in the Cupboard. I'm not kidding. I think it was. Yeah, I couldn't place him. Hold on, hold on. I'll look it up for you. I had seen him in other things. I'll look it up for you right now, Scott. Before we we get out of here, uh, I'll look it up right now. Okay. Nightwolf. Let's get to it. Nightwolf is played by... God damn it. That's not his name. (laughs) That's That's his cousin. uh, Lightfoot. His name is Lightfoot. Or Gary Paul Davis is is, is his American name. He was, Scott, an Indian in the Covert. Knew it! He's only known... He's only known for any in the covert and Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Well, there you go. You've seen his filmography. That's a hodgepodge. Like, for instance, Joe, I uh, told Joe on Criterion Connection that I watched Bicycle Thieves, I watched Mortal Kombat and Bicycle Thieves back to back, and it was not a good combo. <laughs> it was That'll a fatality. That was a fatality. Yeah, also, Liu Kang says flawless victory beating uh, fucking... I, I already talked about that. Shane's son. Like, that's not flawless victory, dude. You got your ass beat a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, it's like a babality or whatever, like where you're the baby and start Oh, crying. my God. They should do that for the next Mortal Kombat. Well, now, wait a minute, one. Wade. I just had a thought. Did He may have gotten hit, but, was, but did he block? Because if he blocked, that means it didn't take out energy. So, therefore, it's still flawless victory. Also, technically... Kung Lao is in the movie because he's referenced. I was going to say, is Kung Lao in either of these movies? Because he's like my favorite Mortal apparently, Kombat. Apparently, there's the second one. Apparently, there's a 2021 Mortal Kombat movie being made. I'll believe uh, it when I see it. And Kung Lao has been cast. Because Kung Lao is like the best character. He's cast with the fucking Robin and the cowboy shit. Love it. Well, according to. Uh, there's also uh, Nitara is also going to be in this Mortal Kombat movie. Mm-hmm. Wait, was uh, she really, is she like the vampire woman from Deadly Alliance? What? N- Nitara. 
I'm, try- I'm looking at the movie right now, this new movie. Yeah, uh, uh, it's been written, and there's people cast for this new fucking movie. A release date is January 15th, 2021. Oh, it's going to be a winner. That's it. Originally, January. It's probably been moved by now. Um, to the next January, because we know it's not going to escape January. Yeah, so I'll watch it. If it comes out, I'll I'll, I'll watch it. Shit. So, it's going to be VOD, I know it. I mean, that's our thoughts on Mortal Kombat 1995. Happy 25th birthday. You weird, <laughs> weird movie, you. Yeah. Hope Raiden, uh, hope Raiden, you're getting a little couple cocktails in you. But Wade, it's time to end this episode the only way we know how. Plugality. Plugality. I don't think so. Facebook.com slash Mikadish Productions. You can get a Instagram, <laughs> Mikadish Productions. Sorry, I had a little gas bubble there. Um, Twitter, Mikadish MCP. There you go. I did all the plugalities. All right. And Wade this and is Wade We Wade and I also have our band Meteor King. Uh, you can go to meteorking.bandcamp.com and find links to all of our social media. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Reverb Nation. We're on Spotify as well. Um, you can get digital copies of our music. If you want to get physical CD copies, you can get those as well, as well as T-shirts, patches, pins. And uh, if you order anything physical, T-shirt, pin, patch, whatever, any physical medium, you're going to get a free Meteor King sticker. You will either get the Ghoul Patrol mini sticker or the die cut logo sticker. Uh, it's completely random, but if you want a specific one and we've got it in, and we still got one, uh, throw that in the notes and we will give you the sticker of your choosing. Decide to be a little nicer in these trying times. I can't offer you an egg in these trying times, but I can offer you a sticker. Joe? We have a YouTube page at youtube.com slash Productions. Uh, you can go there and catch all our video output. Um, we have different shows like you know, the Criterion Connection, B-Movie Den. There's also the various shorts that we produce, which are also on Vimeo at vimeo.com slash Productions. But if you want everything, you got to go to YouTube. You got to hit subscribe. It's free. And if you want to get notified anytime we post a new video, you got to hit the bell. But, you know, just subscribing, watching the videos, sharing them with your friends, that is a lot of help. Thank you. Yeah. This was a lot of fun, you know, talking about a movie that I've grown up with. And I think we all can say we all enjoy for better or for worse. Uh, so we'll see you next time, guys. So until then, I'm Scott the Bad Savage along with Suede Wade and Joe. I'm not confused about my own name. Turtle Combat. Reminding you, as always, to keep it clean. Keep it spicy. But most importantly, you gotta keep it it mint-condition. I'm surprised Scott hasn't said Santa Monica. Oh my god!